Hello and welcome to At The Root with Greg Kuyper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach. His practice is Kuyper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection with ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. Hi, Greg. Hi, Stacy. We're a little earlier this week. I know. It's pretty exciting. For it those is. of you that normally listen to uh, JD, he is uh, he's moved to another another place. And so we are expanding to a full hour. One hour show with Greg and Stacy. I well get yes. ready. I, I mean <laughs> I don't know if anybody is ready. Uh, <clears throat> I am really excited about this. Uh, the fact that we normally run out of time. Yeah, it always seems so hurried. You know, I'm trying to get all this information out and it's just right at the end. We were jabbering real quick and signing off. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know from my own experiences with going to counseling, it's normally like a 50 minute Session And by the time you warm up to it and you finally right. feel ready to dive in, it's like, and thank you, our time is... <laughs> yes, our time is up now. <laughs> but we're just getting into it. Exactly. I'm sorry, our time is up now. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I think that uh, uh, doing this full hour, it'll give us time to really get into things. Sure. And uh, it's it's fun. We've had great feedback from listeners. We've had a bunch of feedback, and I love it. Um you know, we've. Uh, I just want to thank all the listeners. I uh, recently was looking at, at analytics, we call it, and it, I mean, I've got listeners all over the world, believe it or not. I, I mean, believe I've got it. Asia, Europe, Australia. I think there's one in South Africa, believe it or not. Wow, that's cool. I know. It's, it, it totally surprised me, and I'm so honored and so, I don't know, proud that I can help, you know, that that, mm-hmm. that it, it, something must be working. So Well, communication like it, you know. is a universal language and need. Right. And it just, I just want to thank everyone. And, and please uh, feel free to, to call in or write me or email me with any feedback you might have. Yeah, I can share that information. Yes, we will. So for people that are comfortable with calling in live, you can do so. The studio line is 425-373-5527. Now we will have a full hour that you can take advantage of. So let me repeat the number so that you can safely drive and scribble or whatever (laughs) it is that you need to do. 425-373-5527. And that is the studio line. Of course, you can also mm-hmm. go to your website. Yep. Kuypercounseling.com. Yep. And there you can also, if you don't necessarily feel comfortable calling in, there are some mm-hmm. people that, you know, it's like with counseling, there's the whole doctor-patient confidentiality thing. Sure. And so not everybody wants to call in. They want to remain anonymous or whatever. So- Go ahead, go to the website. You can fill out a contact form. Right. And you can ask the question, and we can address it on the show. You can also learn more about Greg. You can find past episodes of the show. 
Yes. You can find resources and you can find a link to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Which Relatively is, new. Connection through awareness with Greg Kuiper. And uh, we are we are posting these podcasts as videos now. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch me do this, you can. We just started uh, that. So. We didn't. You know, some people as a ADHD person, <laughs> engaging multiple senses really helps. Right. And so, you know, listening is great. However, sometimes listening and seeing and seeing who it is that's talking, right. it can really help people. Right. It and brings I'm out a, that I, humanity. I'm a fairly animated talker, too. So. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, so you that. are. Note, the camera is on you, not on me, because <laughs> I'm like all over the place. Um, and, you know, and so that is a great thing. And not only can people find videos of the more recent, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, podcast episodes, you also have posted some awareness exercises. Right. There's it's, it's helpful videos in um, making it through your day with awareness and uh, helping with anxiety and stress. And I'll be adding to those as time goes on here. But uh, had some pretty good feedback about those, too. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pleased they're there. Anyway, check it out. Connection Through Awareness with Greg Kuiper. And uh, be sure to like it or whatever you do with YouTube. Yeah, well, you, you can you can like the, the videos, but you can subscribe. So then, oh, subscribe. you know, yes. with... With any podcast uh, or YouTube, if you subscribe, then when new material hits, then you'll be made aware of it by subscribing. Right. And so you can keep up on the healing journey that we kind of talked about last week a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also actually find Greg and uh, past episodes through KKNW's website. Right. They're all posted there, too. Yep. So there's all. And on your favorite podcast platform. You oh, can yeah. find it at the root with Greg Kuiper. I mean, it's whether it's Spotify or Podcast One or yep, Apple. Can, I mean, there it's Stitcher. It's, I don't know, a whole bunch of them. You can find it. Um, and then, lastly, of course, you can also you would find this going through the website. However, uh, you can also just email connection through awareness at gmail dot com, and that goes directly to Greg. Right to me, connection through awareness, one word, at gmail dot com, and. Uh, Ask me questions there, or please, constructive feedback, I welcome it. I really do. I'm more sensitive, but luckily I have a good therapist. (laughs) 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 Just saying. Uh, And, you know, and the questions, while there has been a real trajectory with this show and Mm -hmm. topics, you're open to really talking about anything. It doesn't need to be specifically on what we're talking about. It can be anything that is relationship driven. I mean, you work yeah, with teens. I do. Individuals. Right. Couples. Yep. Uh, families. You, families. Family work, yeah. You also work with people that are dealing with substance use issues. Yes. Fair amount of that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a, um, you know, the questions don't have to be limited to any specific topic. No, I'll probably always move it right around to connection because that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. connection. Even uh, in recovery. Right. It is. That's what so. I think Support. you yeah. have said that, uh, you know, kind of like the opposite of or the the best uh, tool for recovery is connection. It is. So, one of them. Major one. Yeah. To prevent relapse. 
connection, support, not isolating. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> key, right? So, so again, just for people that are new to this, uh, this is At The Root with Greg Kuyper. It's it is. a full hour show. I'm going to repeat the number to call in again. It's 425-373-5527 or go to KuyperCounseling.com. So let us introduce maybe some newer listeners to uh, to you and what you've the show and what you do. Well, you know, we've been doing this for a little over a year. Isn't that amazing? doesn't seem like it. I, but um, that's a lot of shows. That is a lot of shows. It's a lot um, of information. A lot of information. And, and, you know, in my practice as a therapist, uh, I counsel couples navigating how to be in relationships, really, right? How to, how to learn that there is so much more than just living together. Mm. Each of us personally and often unconsciously desire to, you know, enrich our lives mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right? That's what we want to do even if it is unconsciously. And that inner desire can get buried in our unconscious programming, that autopilot we've talked about, the personality that we have developed over the course of our lives. And when we come to understand that bringing that desire to a conscious, aware place in our existence, this bumps us up into a higher energy, consciousness of kindness, compassion, empathy. And, and in so doing, this nurtures our innate need for emotional and spiritual connection with others, i.e. our partners. Mm-hmm. And this is a magical journey of emotional and spiritual growth shared with each other. Something that is really interesting to me is throughout the course of this program, when you talked about this idea of personality that we've developed uh-huh. and that our personality is, it's not as kind of uh, organic as we think that it is yeah, or authentic. Yeah, there's a certain piece of that in there, but most of our personality, you think about it, is developed from experience and outside forces and caregivers and teachers and mentors and employers and and the guy that flipped you off going down the road or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> all of these people, all of these experiences that we have help form our personality. And uh, many times, most of the time, that personality functions kind of in the background, right? right. It's the autopilot. We got a lot going on. And we just, boom. It just It's like our heartbeat. It just keeps going, right? right? So we don't think about it. Well, it's like other people's actions uh, become our reactions so that we can uh, basically take the path of least resistance. So yeah. I just think it's very interesting. Uh, that's something that I have learned. Yeah. And, and you know, when I work with couples, I've, I've found that this connection piece is, can be a struggle for many couples and families. And it, it seems to me that the struggle comes from not finding the right footing to point us on this path, this journey, in the right direction, right? And I've discovered with some tools and skills and practice that this can be accomplished. We can get on that right path. And the journey started and embraced with positive intent. And that's important. We're going to talk more about that. That discovery led to this show and these recorded podcasts to not only 
become ancillary help to my clients, right, but a way for others anywhere to understand what is going on with their relationships and know that they are not defective people, but they are plagued by the past and our unconscious programming. It's a way to learn and develop strategies for helping them in relationships and hopefully, through this, become more confident and secure and be able to seek out couples counseling with a professional mm-hmm. if it's needed. You know, uh, um, uh, that's a big part of what I try to do here. Absolutely. And it's the information a good starting point. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the information and learnings in these podcasts were developed sequentially, right? That's the way we did this. So very similar to the work that you might do with a couples therapist, at, le- at least with me, uh, it, it's chronologic um, flow to it, right? And up until today, these shows have been about 28 minutes in length, and going forward, it's going to be about, I don't know, 50 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so if you're new to the show, I would encourage you to start at the beginning and listen to each episode consecutively, just as I encourage my new clients to do. Mm-hmm. Not only do I progressively share the development of skills, but I share the work I do with a couple over their experience with the process, right? Char and Steve. Mm-hmm. They started out as, it was Steve and Charlotte, and then oh, before right. long, it became Steve and Char. Steve and Char, that's right. Because, you know, like... <laughs> you got really familiar. Very familiar. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what happens when you create this. I mean, therapy is, a real, is another type of relationship, right? Totally. If you are looking for help in your relationship, give this podcast a listen, okay? Please, go from the start. It may be a, a, a start for you in making some change that, that, that you need in your relationship, or it may, you know, help you through changes you are facilitating with some new insight. The most productive way, of course, is to listen to it with your partner after a show or two. I have people that do this, and they'll, they've gone back to the beginning because they w- weren't listening at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they listen to a couple shows, and then they sit and they talk about it with each other. Oh, my God, that's all I want people to do. I mean, that's what a therapist wants is, you know, being able for a part, two partners to connect and work on it themselves, right? Eventually, I'm not going to be there. Right. You know, and 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 that that's so important. So if you can listen to the podcast with your partner after after a show to discuss and share your feelings about what you've heard. Um so yeah, I get a lot of positive feedback, so that keeps me going. And and you know, I I'll repeat again, I welcome your constructive feedback as well. So help me help others, would you? Oh, one more time, I'll repeat my email address, connectionthroughawareness at gmail.com. Um, and uh, please email me if you'd like to ask questions or give me some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, uh, it's been very interesting because being kind of your co-pilot on this mm-hmm. and it's, you know, I'm the co-pilot that's here to kind of translate some things and 
you know, I speak for the people. I joke all the time and, <laughs> you know, try to ch- translate some of these things because it's a heady topic. You know, it can be really mm. dense. And so I like to think of it as like I'm folding in something a little lighter. Right. And the impact that it has had on even me and my relationship, my husband and I will be married for 30 years in June. Mm. And, you know, really talking about going back to our core individually and and talking about, you know, we've talked about illusions and triggers and all of these things. It's been very helpful. Uh, I have an idea. Okay. Do you want to take a break? And then when we come back, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So keep listening to At The Root with Greg Hyper. We will be right back. Sometimes psychotherapy is not enough to get to the root of our illusions. Hypnotherapy with licensed practitioner Annette Kuyper of Solid Insight can help. With hypnotherapy, it's possible to tap into what's beneath our layers of protection and resolve the illusions that stop us from accomplishing what we want. Hypnotherapy is a safe state of relaxed calm coupled with elevated mental awareness that allows for a deeper dive into our subconscious. Led by Annette, it's about understanding and loving ourselves and creating a deeper connection with others. Learn more about Annette at SolidInsightNow.com. Asking questions is better than making assumptions. Such is the premise of my show, Stacy Connects, a show about making connections through conversation. I welcome a diverse assortment of guests to chat about topics and ideas that are sometimes educational, sometimes inspirational, a little personal, and always entertaining. Every week, I draw out and befriend the elephant in the room so listeners can connect with the unexpected. Listen live Tuesdays from 3 to 4 on Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to At The Root with Greg Kuyper. I am Stacey Heller, and we are introducing potentially new listeners to Greg and the show. Yeah. And uh, really excited that this is week one of a longer format. It is, I'm, and I'm really excited about it too. We were just speaking for the break about uh, how how I would love to have people if they're interested in working on their relationships or just getting some added help in that area, going back and listening to uh, all of the podcasts consecutively. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it'd be very helpful for you and your partner to watch a couple and then uh, discuss what you learned. Yeah. So you can find uh, you can find everything you need to know about Greg, the podcast, past episodes, and even his YouTube channel through his website, KuiperCounseling.com. Okay. So. Absolutely. So, so moving forward, we've been talking uh, about uh, the, the wounds, right? It's kind of a touchy topic. Touchy mm-hmm. topic? Yeah, it is. Um, 
And, 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 and as we become aware of our illusions over all this time, we have also realized that they are part of a false narrative, you know, a story we've been telling ourselves and others for a long time. And this can be a hard pill to swallow, you know, to realize that, oh, I've been lying or, you know, I mean, especially to myself. Well, not intentionally, right? Or consciously, but this narrative existed in your autopilot and was initially created and then developed and nurtured over time to protect and shield you. From what, you ask? Or do you? Yes. Well, From not what? until you have to ask. <laughs> the emotional, <laughs> mental, physical, and spiritual wounding, the relational trauma you experienced and anticipated experiencing. Now, we've exposed the false for what it is, and we, we want to look for the truth. And as we look, we find all these bandages. The illusions gone, and here, as we look, are the bandages. And beneath them, these wounds are still festering, right? That's an odd word, I know. We it's all have a moist. vision <laughs> of what the word fester means typically, right? It's, it's associated with physical wound. But, but in this case, it means something else, right? In this case, fester means t- to rankle, as in resentment or bitterness, right? So as a long, as a wound, emotional wound, is festering, it is not healing or any wound, right? And in the context of these emotional wounds, that means the resentments or bitterness created by the wounding is hindering the healing process, the festering, the rankling. I have this thing about that. I think we've talked about it on the show before. Scab versus scar. Mm. So a scar is something that you know you've potentially and this is literal and metaphorical you've you've dealt with whatever it is and it has healed and you don't forget it there's a scar right, right and it's there however there is literal closure with a scab you've never really taken care of it mm-hmm. and so you build this scab but anything can pick it you can brush against a wall and the scab Mm. comes undone. So it can be an unintentional, right, trigger like you talk about, or it can be intentional. And so before you know it, what's been festering is now back and it starts all over again. And most of the time this is in our unconscious, right? Mm -hmm. Poking at us from there. So, so we, you know, we just cover the wounds up with a bandage, and then more bandages and more bandages, right? And in our mind's eye, we look at all these bandages, and it's easy to think, what a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> so right here, it's time for a critical reframe. I am not a mess. I am a work of art in transition to a masterpiece. Mm. Say it every day multiple times. I am not a mess. I am a work of art in transition to a masterpiece. We need to know this and believe it because we're going to take off the bandages, right? 
Oh, man. Do I really need to go there? Any way around this? Now, the straight-up answer is no. It's one thing to see the bandage and the wound. Quite another to deal with it, right? Isn't So isn't recognizing the wound enough, right? I mean, if we understand that, yes, my dad spent years telling me that I would never be able to do anything right. Can't we just move on now? Right. Yeah. I've, I've got that awareness now. I see that it is affecting my relationship with my wife and my kids. So, so I'm going to watch out for it going forward. I've got it. Isn't this like addiction, though? Like, great. So you recognize that you're an alcoholic. Doesn't mean you're going to stop drinking. That doesn't seem healthy. No, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's a denial that the wound exists, right? Kind of. I mean, it's there, but I know I know it's there. I've got it. I understand it now. Um, I'm moving on. That doesn't work. We've all tried it many times, and we still know that it doesn't work. Removing the bandages exposes the wound and the emotions and memories surrounding the wound. The pain, the resentments, the bitterness. Maybe even a desire for revenge in there, right? Mm -hmm. Unconsciously. These are not emotional and energetic qualities we want staying with us. Right. We just don't. Consciously, we don't want that. Changing that energy into a higher frequency to facilitate growth and nurturing. And this requires making use of transformers. And these transformers are forgiveness, compassion, kindness, empathy, and love. So it's probably, I'm guessing, a good chance. There's a good chance. These transformers are not part of your regular toolkit. They, they struggle to work very well in the unconscious realm of our autopilot. We've got to be conscious. Well, I I just want to interject here that using the metaphor of the the wound, mm-hmm. you know, we're used to like pour alcohol on it or like um, <laughs> hydrogen peroxide or whatever we did, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like without, you know, there's the pain associated with it. And isn't it interesting that you're suggesting that the way to deal with these wounds is actually with kindness and love and understanding and grace right. and that we're so often un- so uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I mean that's the iodine, right? Or that's the hydrogen yeah, peroxide, right? Where it's the topical like, ah, ointment. <laughs> so I describe these as, as actually I do describe these transformers as ointments, as the salves, right? Mm-hmm. To help us heal, and we apply them generously. We apply them as prescribed. We we apply them to help us get through this healing process. You know, so we're going to, as we move forward, we're going to talk about putting these transformers to work. 
for us in this process. And, and we're going to spend some time with that rankling, the resentment and the bitterness. Maybe that little revenge piece in there. We've got to spend some time with that. How do we heal the wound if it's still festering? And, and so we've got to talk about that. And we're going to. And it would be nice to have a really clear picture of who got wounded. Right? What do you mean, you might ask? I got wounded. Yes, but who is I? Mm-hmm. There we go. Existential question. We've talked about what I describe as your true self or your inner self. I use true self to indicate that there is a false self we have created with our false narrative. And who we much of the time have put in charge of our lives, right? The false self's running the show. The true or inner self is who has been wounded. It's also important that we look at who did the bandaging, and we're going to go there. Who did the bandaging, right? We're on autopilot. Somebody must have done this bandaging. So some part of us was busy patching this up, right, putting these. We're going to talk about that. Emotional triage. There you go. There's the matched unit. (laughs) (laughs) And in addition to our inner self, we will look at our inter self, the part of our true self that can connect with another. And it is a vital part of who we really are. During this discussion, I will be referring to the work of Dr. Dan Siegel psychiatrist, interpersonal neurobiologist, and wonderful author. And in his wonderful book, Aware, the Science and Practice of Presence, he talks a lot about this, and I'm going to share it with you as we move forward. I highly recommend this book. Everyone. Aware. Put it on your website. There you go, I will. Aware, the Science and Practice of Presence, Dr. Dan Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L. So, for the upcoming discussions, we're going to look at getting reacquainted with our true selves. Who is it that's going to receive this healing? We've got to know that before we can heal. So there we go. That's where we're headed. What do you think? I have so many thoughts on all of these things. I mean, (laughs) I just... I am such an analogy and metaphor person, and so thinking about these wounds, and I never thought about this idea that if our true self was sort of that inner child, right? Yep. And that's the self that was wounded because you know we're young and we don't understand that dad yelling has nothing to do with you or mom saying like not now, it's not really about you. The whole idea of who applied. The bandages, I'm mm-hmm. like, mind blown. Stay tuned. I know. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's it's fascinating. Well, somebody had to do it, right? Someone inside of us had to apply these bandages and uh, a part of us. Let's just call it that, a part of us. And, right. Uh, we'll, we'll do some discussion about, we, we have numerous parts of us, right? I mean, if you if you think, how many times have you heard or you even said, well, a part of me wants to 
right. or a part of me wants to go or a part of me. So, so we, we believe there's parts of us just by saying those things. But right. We're, we're going to look at the parts in I, there. That's right? fascinating. It's totally fascinating. I'm excited to do that because uh, yeah. it, it makes so much sense because whomever it is that applied these bandages to these mm-hmm. wounds, like on the one hand, great job. On the other hand, I don't know that they were supposed to last as long as they did. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they keep patching them up too. You know, this is the uh, the work of uh, the great Dr. Richard Schwartz with his IFS Internal Family Systems. And uh, uh, it's also uh, Janina, Janina Fisher with her work on uh, relational trauma and uh, ruptured attachment, she calls it. I, I love that word. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about a lot of these parts of us. That, okay. Um, I, remember, I remember reading a full, gosh, I can't remember who it was. I'll have to look at the book. But first time this really hit me was years ago when I was uh, in school. And we had this book. Gosh, I'm going to have to remember what it is. But I remember that the author talked about um, – we all have a loyal soldier. Mm. And this one just really hit me because this loyal soldier is, is the one that we, that we recruited and put on duty to, to kind of put the bandages on, right? I mean, right. protect us, you know, shield us. I think mine's a pit bull. Okay. <laughs> well, I asked people to visualize. Well, that's good. But <laughs> and I don't mean like the the singer like from yeah, Miami. Right, no. I mean like a the dog. Yeah. Or, yeah. But you know, the loyal soldier has just been there and been there and been there and way back when when we were suffering the relational trauma, he was important. Yeah, sure. Or she, he or she was important. Um they were important to protect us and shield us at that time from the pain, the agony, the suffering, uh, help us keep going, right, every day. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and then for some reason this loyal soldier has been on duty for, I don't know, 30, 40 years now, right, 20, 10, whatever. He's still on duty, and we forgot to retire him. Right. Like, by the way, we're not even here anymore. Yeah, we forgot to retire him from his duties because we don't need that defensing mechanism anymore that was so important way back when. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to retire this person with honor. Yeah. With medals. Reminds me so much of all those stories about dogs that stay by their owner. And right. you know, there was oh, a book yeah. that I yeah. read to my kids when they were little called The Gray Friars Bobby or something. Uh-huh. And all these books about these loyal soldiers, aka dogs that right. stayed. And, you know, nobody bothered to say like, it's okay. You can go now. They're not here anymore. Right. So, wow. All right. On that note, shall we take another break? Let's do that. All right. Let's take another break. You're listening to At The Root with Greg Kuyper and uh, we will be right back.
Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Sometimes psychotherapy is not enough to get to the root of our illusions. Hypnotherapy with licensed practitioner Annette Kuyper of Solid Insight can help. With hypnotherapy, it's possible to tap into what's beneath our layers of protection and resolve the illusions that stop us from accomplishing what we want. Hypnotherapy is a safe state of relaxed calm coupled with elevated mental awareness that allows for a deeper dive into our subconscious. Led by Annette, it's about understanding and loving ourselves and creating a deeper connection with others. Learn more about Annette at SolidInsightNow.com. Welcome back to At The Root with Greg Kuyper. This is so exciting. Expanding to an hour, we have somebody that's calling in. Oh, really? Yes. I'm excited too. So calling in is, I think, Jason. Hi, Jason. Hi. Yes, this is Jason. Glad to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, you have a question today or what, what's on your mind? I do have a question uh, seeking some guidance. Um, so I, my fiance and I are in the process of getting married. Uh, we're engaged to be married in August. Oh, this congratulations. Year. Thank you. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And I just wanted to get some feedback or some guidance from you on, you know, good communication, good connection habits, um, just different ways of supporting each other and not getting on each other's nerves, that kind of thing. Um, leading into the marriage, of <laughs> is this for the engagement and wedding part or is this for the marriage part? Because I will tell you that many a wedding has broken up a marriage before the I do's are said. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Stacey. For, yes, I, I mean, I just—it's okay. worth noting. <laughs> well, Jason, interesting. You, you you should ask that. You know, um, uh, so many, so many people. Uh, 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 how long have you guys known each other? Or a long time? Or uh, two and a half years? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever heard? You're not listening to me. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. No, what I would encourage you to you both to think about is active listening, reflective listening, right? That's where I see most um, couples that come in are in the, in the midst of just that is so messed up in their relationship. One partner will say, you never listen to me, and the other person goes, I do too listen. I'm listening right now. But the whole idea is we're not listening for words. We're, we're answering their bid for connection with uh, like a heart, open heart. We're trying to feel what they're saying. You know what I mean? Explain bids for connection for maybe Jason and other people that sure. don't know what that means. Well, bids for connection, we have them all day long, right? Especially with your partner. Um, uh, uh, out of the blue, I mean, a simple one might be, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Or did you see that? You know, or just little things like that are bids 
for the other partner to connect, right? And and how far that connection goes or where that connection goes, that's what I should say, is what's important, right? If, if uh, one of us are on the phone scrolling and the other one is like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I got to realize, and, they, and, and, and the person on the phone goes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hearing you. Go ahead, right? Yeah. So you're not there, right? And that's, that's not being in the present moment. That ever happened to you? Something like that? Worse. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to all of us, okay? It does. And that is the, one of the keys to establishing a good connection and relationship at the start is maybe really working on this before you get married. <laughs> now, I have a question about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, because, you know, of course, I'm making it about me. So I mentioned before the break that Pete and I have been married for 30 years. And so Jason is, he has known his fiance, I think he said for about two and a half years or so. Do a lot of couples now do kind of premarital counseling, like outside of, you know, as a Roman Catholic, I had to do like pre-cana. Do couples do kind of like premarital counseling? Yes, I have. Three clients like that right now. That might be um, something you might consider too, Jason. You and your partner, if if, if you wish, is to just get some. Uh, at, uh, these couples are coming to me to learn some schools and t- schools skills and tools to to be able to set themselves up better, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but but listening is the big one. Um, uh, and when I say listen, this is for both sides, by the way, not just okay. not just the guy. But typically, right. we're the ones, right? Typically, we're the ones that are not listening. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're listening. We're listening to the words. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. No, what what was behind those words and with the words was the feelings, the emotion that was with it, and. And tapping into our empathy, finding it, and letting that person know through our focused attention and just the energy we're bringing to the situation that we're not just hearing the words, but we're hearing what's going on. Um, feeling it. Feel, we're feeling it, right? Empathy, right? Compassion. Maybe it's a... a your your partner is sharing something that happened at work, and oh my God, so and so was so so mean to me, and you know I was hurt, and I had to go in the bathroom, and blah blah blah, you know, and just the story, and and if we immediately the other partner immediately goes in to fix it, we're in big trouble, you know. Yeah. You're like <laughs> like, well, just don't go into the bathroom, or you know. <laughs> Don't just, talk to that coworker. Just don't talk to that person, right? It'll all be better there. Can we go on now? No, that is the, oh, man, that is the, the biggest faux pas we can make. That and the word fine. Oh, yeah, fine. Don't say fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jason, uh, yeah, just listening from our heart, I, I think what we call that is um, feeling felt. So feeling felt. If both parties can feel felt, by the other person, then we're talking about 
we were able to be very vulnerable in that situation, right? I mean, we just, okay, here's what I'm feeling. Whoo, here it is. Please don't step on it, right? And that is the source of true uh, emotional connection is that vulnerability and that, uh, you know, showing that we feel what they're feeling. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Sounds really easy, doesn't it? (laughs) I know from experience it's not easy. It is not. (laughs) Because we are programmed to do just exactly the opposite. You know, I mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Communication skills, so. Yeah. But that, uh, that's the the big one that I see. Um, I have a follow-up question for Jason, unless Jason has a follow-up question for himself. Again, I always make this about me. (laughs) You kind of do. I I do. 100%. (laughs) Sorry, Jason. (laughs) Well, Jason, do you have other questions that you want to follow up with? Go ahead. I'm curious to hear what you have. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) It's because I care, Jason. Uh, So as somebody that is newly engaged, we have been talking on the show. We talk a lot about, you know, our um, you know, childhood stuff and whatever. So over the course of a, I'll be old fashioned courtship and getting to know each other, uh, typically it seems like we talk a lot, Greg, about couples that maybe didn't share these vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And now because they didn't address these past wounds, mm-hmm. now they're having to deal with it all these years on, right? Yeah. So what it advice happened. for, couples that have not yet gotten married, like somebody like Jason or other people, you know, what advice would you have on that? Well, it, it, the word that comes to mind is vulnerability. I mean, if we can be vulnerable with a partner, a friend, whoever, right? I mean, it's just another person. The more vulnerable we are and the more vulnerable they are with us, then there is trust, right? And that's, isn't that what we want in a relationship? It's just trust. Yes. Right? Trust. And that is so hard to find some time in this busy world. But um, So if we can lay it on the line and, and they can lay it on the line and share from a feeling standpoint, that feeling felt is, man, the answer. It is. Yeah. I kind of love the whole feeling felt thing. Yeah, I just like the term, feeling felt. Yeah. I mean, because it, it it ends up being an exchange then of energy. Right. Yes. Sharing. Hmm. Interesting. Does that, does that kind of fall in line with uh, when, when people say, I, I want to be seen? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. I mean, we're, we're, they're not talking about put your glasses on so you can see me, right? right. <laughs> they're, they're talking about I want to be seen. I want to know that you, that I'm present here, and that you, that you recognize me. Uh, Words uh, and all, right? And and that you recognize my presence in your presence. So once again, it's down to kind of emotional connection, right? I want to be heard. I want to be seen. All of those things are, uh, yeah, good point. Good question. Interesting. Thank okay. You. Any other questions that you have? I mean, you've got Greg on the line here in case you have any other questions. 
Not, not that I can think of. That was, you know, that's we're we're both working on that exactly what you explained, Greg, and I yeah. appreciate you just clarifying you know, for that. I like the feel felt. Um, but yeah, we're working on that, and I think we're both doing a very good job of that. Oh, and good. Yeah, yeah, we've developed some really deep communication skills. So that's good. You know that what happens so many times is if we get defensive in there. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. something comes across as criticism and we go to wait a second. Right. I mean, and, and then it's over. And that, yeah. 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 So, so we, we've kind of made it a practice to, to enter into things without judgment of each other. Oh, it's hard to do. Couldn't have said it better myself. Wow. Cool. You've yeah. been listening to the show, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for calling in Jason. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah. Yeah. Invite us to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. And best wishes to you both. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Oh, happy couple. Yeah, well, they're working on it, it sounds like. I mean, it's so, you know, it's so important. I, I, I see so many couples that have been married for 25, 30, 35 years, and this is still the problem, right? And wow. Going that long, I mean, right? Uh, not being heard, not being seen, or, or, or feeling like that anyway, right? It seems like, from what uh, Jason indicated, his whole idea of understanding the idea of uh, being seen, and um, the whole feeling felt thing, talking about uh, trying to have conversations without judgment, they are dare I say it, a more highly evolved couple than I think I was when I started out. You know, I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> My mom <laughs> oh, God, likes him. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yes, this should be fine. I mean, there wasn't that much, you know, really thinking about these things. And no, there wasn't. There wasn't. I mean, what can I say? I'm, I've been married three times. So that tells you right there that somebody wasn't getting it, right? <laughs> and I have a feeling who that somebody was. I no I, comment. I, just, I have a lovely wife now, and we have a wonderful relationship. But I finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with help. Well, and that's the key that the with help, and thus here you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, we can do this. Yeah, I mean, kudos to Jason and his fiance, and the fact that you know they they're are working on it. They're yeah. working on it, and that it's not all just you know the oh my gosh, you're so cute, and we'll we'll be great, and we'll have it's just, babies. Maybe it's <laughs> just fun talking to these young couples. I, as I mentioned, I have just happen to have three right now that are engaged, and mm-hmm. they they wanted counseling prior to the marriage, and you know they've known each other for a while. Some of them. Some of them, maybe a year, whatever, but uh, that live together, maybe some not. You know, one couple has uh, just bought a house and moving in together, and uh, the future husband's mother is going to move in uh, right after they're married into this house with them. And well, that, you know, hey. that's that we're talking about it. Okay, I mean, there's there's a. There's a, Did you need me to come to these sessions? <laughs> no, please. <laughs> um, 
but there's <laughs> there's best. there's some thinking to do there, right? Some planning to do there. Sure. Some boundaries to be set there. Yes. That's the key. The boundaries to be set. And it's interesting that they're bringing that. They were in tune with each other enough to bring that to. Uh, counseling to get some help with it. I Absolutely. think that's wonderful. I that's, think that's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. so many families now are multi-generational homes. Yep. So it is, you know, it is very, it's a different world that we live in. And that's so smart and good for them for understanding that these boundaries need to be set and that, again, right. they need help. Right. Wow. Good stuff. Okay. So if anybody that is listening to the show has similar questions, maybe a comment or a question um, and sort of a adjunct to maybe what Jason asked or what we've been talking about, remember that you can call into the show. The number, although we're out of time for today, but the number to call is 425-373-5527. You can also connect with Greg at his website, KuiperCounseling.com, and connect with him. There's a forum to do that. Send a question. You don't you don't have to uh, use your name he won't follow up with you. He'll just answer the question. <laughs> I, w- I promise I won't send you emails. Right. Marketing emails. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. Um, wow. That was that was kind of exciting. We only have about three minutes left in the show. Um, it was so great that this expanded time gave us that space to. Much get- more comfortable, isn't it? Being able to talk slower and, and share this information in a more. Uh, I don't know, smooth manner. It just seems smoother to me. So I'm I'm very happy about that. Very happy. Absolutely. And as we move forward, you know, coming up, we're going to be looking at reacquainting ourselves with our true selves, our inner selves, and kind of digging around in there for these parts of us. There's some parts in there that um, may be useful, may not be useful anymore, but... Uh, Let's let's take a look at that. Love that. And and the wounds, you know, that's part of it. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. Okay. Um remember, go to kypercounseling.com to check out past episodes. You can also go to Greg's YouTube channel, which is Connection Through Awareness with Greg Kuiper. And uh Reach out, ask questions. We've got the time and we've got you. Greg, what is your advice for people that are listening? As usual, everyone, as you go through your days out there, stay aware out there. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. 